Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. Mateo and I are coming at you live from New York City. So that's a good sign when I'm yawning right before we jump into <laughs> a podcast. I also need coffee, too. Have you had any coffee today? Yeah, but I woke up early. I woke up at 7 this morning. Good for you. I had to get to the gym. Then I had to come here. I had to do laundry. And then I'm getting like a vampire facial thing in an hour. No, are you two serious? Hours. Yeah. You're going to do that? Yeah. Good for you. I know two people who did it. Um, I forget. I, I think they both liked it. I'm going to look like a monster for a couple days. And I have to film myself Thursday night. So I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Um, huh. I mean, so you, so what a vampire facial is. I mean, I'll be curious how I, I would get one. I didn't get anything like that for years because after you take Accutane, your skin is so sensitive to scarring. But it's been enough. I remember they said I could do something like that. Like I could have done it like two years ago. I'm curious because I've got some acne scars. I'd like to. I think they, I don't even know if it works. They take out the. I think it works. They take your blood and then they mix it around. They take out the plasma and they re-inject it into your skin and it's supposed to encourage collagen and like regrowth of skin. I mean, the bo- two people I know who did it, Carla Eccolino did it, Karen Fian did it. They Both of them, them have great skin and I think it, they both had good experiences. Mm. But I remember it is like a intense thing to do. Mm-hmm. You're going to be really puffy. For how long? I don't know. I have no idea. I really should ask him today, like, if I'm not going to look good by Thursday night, we should reschedule this. So funny you say that because I'm going in to get, like, dental surgery on Wednesday Mm -hmm. where they're going to do something called a permanent bridge. And it's, like, the start of me getting, like, the permanent tooth fixed. Mm -hmm. And they're also going to redo my veneer. So, But the surgery is going to be from 12 to 3. So they're like, look, like, you're not going to be super puffy, but we're going to be operating on you for three hours. So you're going to be puffy. So, like... Don't, you know, like take time off or they're like, you should, in theory, like probably reserve a couple days. And I was like, yeah, totally. So I'm actually going on vacation. I'm going to go to Puerto Rico for three days, which I am so excited about. I'm going to go on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, come back Sunday. I'm so excited. Mm. But I was, I don't know what the fuck. I leave Thursday morning. My surgeries on Wednesday, I was like, I I got asked, I didn't put in avails at clubs on Wednesday, but then I got asked to do a couple shows and I was like, yeah, I'll do these shows. And then I have a meeting Wednesday at five with a writer and a showrunner on something I've been working on for a long time. But the last time I met with these people was, I also had a, it was like maybe four months ago and I had another problem with my face. So I was like, fuck, my face has been fine. Now the, uh, now the two times these, People are seeing me. My face is fucked to the wind. Like, fuck. Fucked to the wind. I've never and, heard that phrase. And also, I was like, I didn't want, I was like, ooh. So, I, even though I'm taking like days off to go away, which is great, the actual day of the surgery, I'm doing like four things where it's like, I'm gonna, my face is gonna be all fucked up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but you know what? Whatever. I'm just gonna plow through it. <laughs> but I mean, I was coming in here when my face was totally. F- I was doing. Sh- I don't want to do. You did that w- only one time. You came in here where it was starting to swell. Yeah. And I was like, Oh God, Emma, you're like, it's fine. Yeah, and that because it, it, this was the thing, it didn't hurt. So that's why I was like, Oh, it's fine. And then I like look back on pictures. I'm like, Jesus, like. One even, of the, one, even one of our videos I posted, you can see in your it's cheek. It's swelling. The, one of the managers at a club in New York, the, the stand, she was looking at me before I went on stage one of those times. And she Adele. was like, Adele, she was like, you know, I'm feeling a little like ethically. I don't know if I should let you do this, but if you want to, you can. And I was like, is it that bad? She was like, eh. and then I like looked in the mirror and I was like, God 
damn. And I was like, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have been putting people in the position where they had to decide whether or not to let me perform. Because, yeah, it looks weird. It looks like the club's beating me in the back. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, Adele's the nicest, She's so nice. and most amazing She's person so ever. so nice. So for her to say that, like, I was like, she was like, are you okay? And I was like, she was like, you can, I can find someone to cover you. I'm like, I'm good. And then I look at the pictures. I was like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Like, it just looks, it just looks totally unhinged. But so maybe we'll, maybe we'll be in our prime tomorrow. Maybe I'll take pictures of my face and put, send what, it. What prompted you to do it? Is it just, um, I get my laser hair removal on my back. Yeah. Uh, from this guy named Chris, the Chris Injector on Instagram. And he was like, if you ever want to Chris do- Injector. That's yeah. a, that's a name. And he's like, if you ever want to do, um, like face stuff to like with your face, I was like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. I'd love to. 100%. Blow, blow me up. Yeah. Do what you got to like, do. We can do it for under your eyes, which I want to do, but I'm like, how bad is it going to be? Because they inject it. I'm like, ooh. Like but fillers? Like, no, 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 no. It's just like the plasma back under your eyes. But I'm like, oh, I mean, I might as well do it, but I'm like, how how, how am I going to look right. Thursday? You might look. What are you taping on Thursday? I'm just going to the cellar and I have this guy, Chris, coming to film me. Yeah. I mean, it could be a real, like, it could be kind of endearing to see your face messed up. No, no. no. I yeah. would like a nice, clean video of yeah, my face yeah. while Fair. I'm on stage performing. Fair. Maybe it'll look good by then. And if it's not, I can cancel the seller. I can cancel with Chris and pay him 50 bucks for the time taking off. And we can do. We can schedule it right. another day. You'll be like, hey, look, my face is, I said something. A vampire facial implies something that maybe you shouldn't be out and about in public in. No, because vampires, you know, you, 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 um, they don't go out in the daytime. No, they don't. So this is, that's what it is. And my face will be all fucked up in Puerto Rico, which will be fine. You know, it is. I'm going to go back to Puerto Rico. I had a good time there with my friend Anais and Sophia. I haven't been since before all the hurricanes and stuff. So I've been, I I mean, I haven't been after all the hurricanes. So I haven't been there since like the island got hit. So I'm excited because I've been to Puerto Rico more than any other place that's not like Boston, New York or L.A. Mm. Because I've probably been to Puerto Rico 40 times. Mm. So many times. Because my mom's friend was in the FBI and when my parents got divorced, I remember it started in third grade. When my parents, no, it's before my parents got divorced, we started going there to visit her friend. Mm -hmm. And it's a really quick, it's a quick flight relatively and you don't need a passport. So we would go to Puerto Rico and then when my parents were getting divorced, we started going with my mom like once or twice a year because it was just like, go, we would stay with her friend who was in the FBI. You would love this woman, Marilyn. And then we would, we would visit her and then like so many people were always it's like you live in New York, people want to come visit you. You live in Puerto Rico, people want to come visit you. So, so many people would visit Marilyn that she made friends with their upstairs neighbor, Joe. And then people, friends of Marilyn would also stay with Joe. Mm. And then I would like go visit Joe for like years, just myself. Isn't that crazy? Like, no, I, I, I loved that great. woman. She had these like, she had such a cool life. Like, it was, I mean, still, she's still with us. She, uh, <laughs> she had, she had these two friends and they all moved to Puerto Rico and they loved to gamble and they were all single. They're three older women and they would, they would, they would do gambling in casinos. And then after a while, they stopped because they were like, it's, uh, it's unhealthy. Like, we're, we're just They're so sucking out all the oxygen. Sucking out all the oxygen. And so then they would play cards together like every day. They would switch apartments. Isn't that cute? Yeah. But you know what? Am I going to be that? It's honestly, they were happy. It was fun. Like no, it was like right. a jubilant. Fun. And and it was a gay apartment complex. And they didn't know that when they moved in there. Hey, sister friend. A hundred percent. So she had this. There was a guy that lived in the building that was also in the condo board. And uh, his, let's say his name was Ian. It wasn't. But she they like also 
they Ian was super gay and she was like you know I didn't know it was a gay apartment building but everyone thought her and her two friends were all lesbians because it's a gay apartment it's literally a gay apartment building she's like I just they keep coming over and asking us to fix stuff right exactly she was like everyone was so nice and she was like we didn't put it together for like years until after they lived there now I was there and I was like it's a lot of gay men and some lesbians and then and some some lesbians making water and then there's this (laughs) Gay guys resort next to her next door to her condo, mm-hmm. which not just because you're gay, you'd like the gay guys resort, but I think you would like it. It was like, can I say gorgeous men? I mean, what the fuck? I, just my heart goes out to any gay man who's like not feeling comfortable with the, the pressure to be good looking because these are these weren't models. These were like fucking dental assistants or whatever out on the beach looking like models. I know it's gorgeous. It's- it's, it's the first time I saw gay, groups of gay men together because I'd be in third grade and I'd be like, what the fuck? They're just gorgeous. They'd be in Speedos playing volleyball. Well, I don't like the volleyball part. I have a question for you. So I, I'm Gorgeous, now, though. Like like weird. You're like, what the fuck? I'm now post-breakup since this is like October, September, and I go through waves, right? So I go through like depression, wanting to be back wanting to be with someone searching for attachment Mm -hmm. and then finding myself like I left Miami and I found myself wanting to be single Mm. feeling invigorated by my career and myself and blah 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 but then you go on the road and it's a a lot of alone time and then I'm like oh god like is it it's like a weird I I think if I had like not that it's easy for anybody but I always think grass is greener on the other side however I visualize like okay if I had a nine to five would that be more sustainable for Going out on Fridays and Saturdays, meeting people, going to parties, being surrounded by other people who are potential mates. Yes. Right now, I'm completely dedicated to like Instagram or Grinder. Right. And also, but here's the thing. If you were doing that thing, you'd be so miserable that you wouldn't be a good partner anyway. I wouldn't be a good partner anyways, but it's like, it's like, um, what's the, how, what do we, what do I have to do? Like I saw Anthony from uh, Queer Eye mm-hmm. at my gym this morning. He goes to my gym and he's with his boyfriend and they're. I was like, how do I get that? Would like, you want to work out with your boyfriend? Yeah. Really? That'd be fun. I would love it. I would only want to work. I almost said my boyfriend. I would only want to work out with my girlfriend if it was like, I don't know. I wouldn't want her to like, I don't like people looking at me when I work out. I guess what I'm saying is like, how do I yeah. find a partner that is good for me? Instead of constantly putting myself back in a situation where it's like I go for these like unavailable men, right? Because well, that's what my therapist is telling me. It's like you're always going for the unavailable. Well, it probably feels more comfortable too, because it's like maybe you don't feel like you're available with like the, with traveling so much. That's it's probably, hard to feel uh, available. That's probably right. So you're like, oh, this is what I deserve because I don't feel. But a lot of times people have less. Like you do. F- and I was like, in looking back, I feel like I used a lot of relationships when I was traveling a lot. Like I would always make sure to be in a relationship because I'd be traveling so much that like that was something that like anchored me. So I was using That's it as I a cheat, said. which is not, it's not fair to the other person. And I feel like some relationships like moved quickly, quicker because I was gone. So it's mm-hmm. like when you are doing something long distance, sometimes you can get more emotionally attached close because it's like you don't know what the day today is because you're just, you have more, it's like, it's more time talking mm. on the phone than it would be in person. Yeah, because Kike and I would like explode it. Well, we fell in love like the first week we met. Right. And then it was like we were away for a month and a half from each other until we saw each other in Spain again. And so it was like this like this this cooker pressure. Totally. Pressure cooker, totally. Where like we saw each other and it was like explosion. And totally. I said, I said to him, I was like, because we still talk every once in a while. I was like, that was like the happiest I've mm. ever been in my life was that first week in Madrid. Mm. We were both just so in love. And so, you know. 
and and we still love each other. And it's, then when you're together, you get to spend that time together too. It's like right. it's and that's such a rare thing to like be like this is uninterrupted time. We like people that are in the same city. It's like very hard to be like oh we're gonna spend like the 48 hours together. Right. I guess I'm like searching for attachment, but like that's such a weird thing. Like when I talk to my therapist about it, it's like. It's not that he equates that as being a bad thing, but it's like it's not necessarily like a substantial like in other words, what I'm saying is like, am I looking for attachment or am I looking for something that's good for me? Like right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And so far I'm trying to avoid myself. Right. So part oh, of the look that. part of the looking for somebody else is not wanting to deal with myself. Right. I mean, I I almost said Merry Christmas. Yeah. You and everybody <laughs> I mean, I was talking to my a friend of mine who actually is named Ian and he and we were talking and I was like, you're, I was like, you'll find the person. He was like, you know, the people that say that you'll find the person. He's like, they're always in relationships. He's like, or that say it'll come when it comes. He's like, he's like, I've been single for like six years. Like, I get that. But like, he's like, it does feel like I, something, it is something I'm interested in and I want. And he's like, but it's always people in relationships that are like, oh, it'll happen when it'll happen. It's like, it's easy for you to say you're in a relationship. It's also a strange, I was like, right. it's a strange want mm. because it's so out of your control. You can put yourself out there. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be good for you. And then I saw this woman who sounded like... Or that you'll find someone that's good for you. But you will. I saw saw this thing on CBS Morning. A a woman who works with Hinge. I think it's Hinge or Bumble. I don't remember. One of the the apps. And she wrote a book about, like, things to do and not to do in dating. And she was Mm. like... She said something that I didn't agree with. Where she was like, people will go on one date and then not go on a second date. Even though the person was great. And say, yeah, I just didn't feel like that thing. And she goes... That thing, you know, it's better to start slow burning and build into a relationship. And I wanted to be like, lady, don't don't pull a Stockholm syndrome. Right. Don't say like just because this person is good on paper, keep seeing them. It's like no. Sometimes there is a a unspoken thing between two people. You want to have to see them again. Yeah, it's a you want chemistry. You want chemistry. Yeah, but but I could see how chemistry could be built. But if you have a full-on date and you don't want to see them again, Sounds that's like a lot. like dating in the 1900s. Like, right. this is a proper boy and he'll be good right. for him. You'll learn to love him. Right. Right. And also, it's like, it's also making it seem like you a full-on, it's it, it's also, you don't want to be stringing someone along. What if they don't feel that way? What if they're like, yes! Right. I and saw then, this one guy, we started chatting. This is another thing, too, with, with me. is like, we were chatting on Grindr and he's like, what's your Insta? And I gave him my, my Instagram. And I think because I'm doing all these jokes and there's lots of videos and stuff, I think he was less attracted. What? Which Why? Has, which has more to do with him than me, I'm sure. But like, he like, whoop, the conversations like came to like a screeching halt. You know what? I feel like, so I've had people say when I talk to them, they're like, oh, like you, you're a lot different than I thought you'd be. And I'm like, what? And they're like, you're not, they're like, and then they say it's they'll usually be like, oh, it's because on your Instagram, you're like, like I'm like, I'm totally unhinged. And I was like, that is me. I was like, I'm not like that all the time, though. Mm. I'm like that, that like, I'm like, I'm lying if I'm like, oh, it's an act. It's not an act. Sometimes I say it's an act to like cover my ass. But like, it's like, <laughs> no, I mean, that literally is I'm just literally capturing moments of my day. And I started I hire someone to help me with my social media now. And then sometimes I'll. When I'm doing my story, she's like, and we've got too many stories. She's like, and like at, when it, there's this many dots, you seem crazy. She doesn't say like this, but it's like, you seem crazy. And yeah, I was like, you don't want it to look like a bunch of Tic Tacs. Four exactly. Max, four Max. Right. So I was like, okay. And she she was like, kind of, I was like, but I, I like that, that. I like just like saying whatever. She was like, yeah, but like put it in context, make it shorter. And I was like, all right, okay. So th- that's all to say, like, I think maybe if someone sees 
the it, it's, they see you on Instagram and then they're like, oh, is this what this person's like all the time? And it's like, no, not at all. You're you're not. Even though, I mean, I think if that was what you were like all the time, it'd be part of my awesome. life, though. It is a big part of life, but you're not always on stage and you're not always well, in perfect lighting. It might make them be like, oh, shit. But the, it's like, no, it's it's very curated. It's also something that's part of the reason why I was afraid to put videos up of myself for so long because there was a vulnerability aspect yeah. of me not feeling desirable because I'm an entertainer. Right. Do you see what which, I'm saying? Which is ironic because a lot of people do desire someone if they're an entertainer, yes, but, but it's so, different. But in the gay community, this is a huge sweeping generalization, but typically like entertainers are either drag queens or go-go boys, right? Yeah. Or like porn and, um, por- you know, OnlyFans and porn, very desirable, right? Go-go boys, very desirable. You think? I've talked to a lot of drag queens before who have also gone through this similarly where it's like they're, you know, we're like hired clowns essentially where it's like we're always – we were doing great career-wise, but then it's like, do people want to, like, I like the ridiculous men out there who are like, I would never date a drag queen, which is so stupid. Right. So not that I'm saying I'm exactly, I'm not paralleling these things exactly that I'm a drag queen. I don't, I'm not in yeah, drag. Yeah, yeah, because it's so much of a, sh- a quote-unquote show. I'm on but stage, a go-go I'm boy, you talking about my life. would and... be promiscuous to do, totally stereotype that's 100% not true. No, not true. I'm just, uh, totally I, I'm not just, true, but I'm, I'm just, saying what someone I'm, might think. I'm generalizing for this conversation right. yeah, to yeah. say that the ones involved in in a sexualized way are often desired. Right. So it's like, I'm not saying I'm not desirable, but I'm saying for a long time I did not want to put my stand-up on there because one, you're open to criticism. Yeah. And two, you're open to not being the hot, desirable, this Bro, and that, to- look perfect in photos. It's like, not cool. It's cool, but it's not cool. Right. I'm I'm essentially allowing myself to be made a fool. Exactly. You're, uh, Mateo, the, I get the, it. A hundred percent. So so this guy looking at my pictures on Grindr, I'm sure it's is like, like, look, oh, I'm silly. Yeah. He looks like this. And then he sees me on Instagram and it's like, this is not what I, right. I, am, I pictured someone who was something completely different. Right. Some people like it. Some people don't, but it's just a weird vulnerability. None of this is bad, by the way. Right. This it just is, just is an, what it is. It is what it is. And it's an exploration right. into something new. So I guess what I'm saying is, how do I find a boyfriend? It's also it's literally it's hard to be cool when you're when you are self depreciating and making fun of yourself because I've seen sure. that I've seen that like I always I get a real kick I don't know why out of lesbian party promoters I just think they're I used to be like what well, this is like I used to kind of make fun of them but now I'm like ah good for them but th- I just find them funny mm. because they. F- Go for being like suit. It's just funny to me. But they've got you know they're promoting something, so there's like a real cool factor, and it's interesting. But it's like being a a comedian is so different from that because, I mean, I think making fun of yourself and being vulnerable is cooler, but it literally looks less cool. Of course, like it it looks less cool. Like I'm like I'm an idiot. Some comics, but some comics can pull it off. Some comics pull it off like they look cool. They do look cool. Actually, actually, Gavin and I had this conversation once a long time ago, and I remember she was like, "Do you get approached a lot after shows?" And I was like, "No." And then I was like, "Do you?" And she was like, "Oh, no, no, no." But, but, but yes, also because I was like, I was like, "But you are cool." Like on stage, I was like, "You're cool." Like you, you've got it, you've got it together more. And then you're telling people like how it is, and I was like, "You're cool." I'm like, "I'm a fucking doofus. Where's my tooth?" So it's less, it's less like. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. some comedians, who's a what's a guy comedian that's like really cool? Ricky's so Ricky is a combination Ricky of cool Velez. and funny. Yeah, Ricky Velez is good looking, smart, right? Funny as fuck. You know who and I think? Cool. You know who I think is like the handsomest, cutest straight guy comedian? I think Jared Fried is just a little muffin. Oh my god, I, had I dr- love him. I had a dream about Jared. He's Freed. the most handsome, funniest. I just love Jared Fried. Like I wish, like I feel Wait. Like sometimes like he's like my child. Like, I had a dream last I night be, about. Like, is he eating? I had a dream that Jared Freed was at a place 
called? Ugh, it was a gay bar. Heaven. You guys got to look him up. I just love him. I, I think love he's Jared so... Freed. Yeah. I love Jared Freed. Now, that's the type of guy I would ho- – but, like, okay, I wonder if he gets approached a lot after shows. Jared I think he should, so but he's silly. Auth- yes, he's very getting very much approached. Jared is so authentically himself, knows his voice, knows right. his brand, lays in it with a huge comfortability. Like, he's, he's vulnerable, too, though. He's not Mr. Cool all the time. No, 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 no. Jared – and, by the way, ri- someone so like – So is Ricky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me just say this. Yeah. Someone like Ricky Velez, by the way, is incredibly vulnerable. Right. He just comes off like like I don't, I don't know how to be really cool and and funny like I that. Know. Like Ricky has like you know what it is maybe the cool is the wrong word but he's got such a confidence swag he, and he's he, also yeah, extremely well dressed. Oh my, please his, I can go his on wife and on is a stylist. So you're like yeah. Ricky looks better. He's than extremely well dressed. Yeah, and just so funny. Ricky's he's okay, cool. He's good Ricky's looking. such a genius in such a way because he can get on stage. And doesn't care if the audience does it. I'm talking like not at one of his shows, like just at the cellar. He will turn an audience on his side like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go, you'll like walk through to go to the bathroom and they're like, sc- the room is shaking. Yeah. And I'm like, what did Ricky just say? Like the room shake. is shaking right now. Like he's, I love Ricky. It is tough to be, uh, it, it is, I, I see how, it's also you're saying things that you wouldn't in an organic sense tell someone that quickly oh, but then on stage right. you're saying too so you're like this is my family this is my grandma this is my like you're showing this is my grandma's house now if it was your actual boyfriend or somebody you know you they wouldn't see the inside of your grandma's house unless they were with you for like a couple years right so it's like they're getting like a warp speed into it so maybe well would you, you know what con- it is there's no mystery there's no mi- would you ever be- consider not showing giving someone your instagram being like let's just meet in person you have to verify everyone is catfishing on grinder to the point where i'm being so um everywhere i go I guess it's a, t- a testament to like where I'm at my career, but everywhere I go, people are like, you're catfishing, this isn't you. And I kept getting reported that I had to message Grinder recently on Instagram and say, hi, I keep getting reported, but it's actually me. It's so like, oh, send us a picture. I sent it to them. They go, okay, we made a note. That's so funny. So now I can't get reported for catfishing. So thank you, Grinder. You know who had to do the same thing? Who? Sharon Stone. Oh, I heard. Yeah, she had like a thing. I think it was like Tinder or someone kept kicking her off. And then she was like, it's me. Like, I'm looking for love. I think she met her boyfriend on Tinder, too. I'm pretty sure I saw something about that. I don't know. Which I, is great. I mean, what a catch. I guess I'm just, I go in and out of being w- wildly confident and also like crumbling at my own When was the last time you went on a date? <laughs> a date? Um, you know. I don't remember. Well, because I, like it is, also it's like things are like very open in New York. So like things are like cranking again. Mm. And that's, t- that is like, it, that that makes it really tough. Like mm-hmm. I, I think, like my time, my availability to like I don't even know the last time Lexi and I went on a date because it's like I usually get back pretty late at night, mm-hmm. and then Lexi seems like such a good girlfriend. And also, we've had we got to be together. We met during COVID, so it's like we had a lot of time. But like, let's see, the last like we were supposed to actually get dinner tonight and then i was like oh i just kept having to like push it or sunday we were gonna go on a date on sunday and then i got an audition in and then i was like working on that all day and i was like fuck like sorry you know but then we've got we're going to puerto rico so that'll be dates but it's like it's just gets like tricky as like life catches up to you i feel yeah i mean basically the past two weeks i've been dating evan williams great he's been on the road with me so it's like we're the gym together, grocery so shopping fun. together. I love grocery shopping with a friend. 
Jaron Celine, who's a comic in New York, we he lived with me when he was between apartments a, a while ago. I we lived together so we would go grocery shopping. It was so fun. I love it. Yeah, like because we both were like interested in like food, and we both were like had certain snacks we couldn't have, and had. I remember one time, and one time he was visiting and stayed with me in L.A., and he was like, we were we were coming back from the grocery store, and he's like, all these Ubers must think we're a couple, and I was like, no, they don't. I was like, I, I promise you, no one thinks we're a couple. And he's like, I, I bet they do. And I was like, no, I promise you, they do not think we're a couple. I wonder no. how we would be if we lived with each other. I mean, it's all about like respect, just like respecting people's space. And mm. like, I think it helps if someone's interested in like cooking or not cooking too. Like, I mean, I like it when it's like, oh, what are you cooking? Like, that's always fun, even though I have not been cooking. Recently. I've also, when you, now that I live alone, I've lived alone for so long, it's hard to. I'm at a point now. I'm like, I'm in my. I'm it's really set in hard. My ways. Totally. I'm it's, set in my ways. It is. It, but then if you find someone, if you, like I was, someone was on stage the other night talking about how it's like either they wanted to smoke pot or go on a date. Mm. And then afterwards, I was like, what if you found a date? I was like, there's lots of women that would want to smoke pot with you. And he was like, yeah, that actually. Like, it's like, don't worry about, don't segment I want to find off. a guy that plays Fortnite. Yeah. There's tons of them, I bet. Or like, I was my friend was talking about how he wanted to go bowling and I and he was like I want to he's like it's gonna be hard to find a woman that wants to go bowling I was like but there will be one you know it's like finding someone where it's like you get to do something you want to do right now Fortnite might be tough actually <laughs> I'm kidding I need I need to I need to aim a little higher would you be attracted to someone that if they were like they wanted to play Fortnite with you yeah really I sit and play Fortnite that sounds great I feel like that's like a really you think it'd be like romantic. You, we're talking about stuff that we do all. Okay, I do, you're right. You're right. You're right. That's true. I go that's to the true. gym. I play Fortnite. And I go on the road. I you're do right. shows. You're right. That's true. Maybe I need to go out more. You know what? Maybe I just need to like take a oh. Friday night that oh. I'm home. I'm never home. Yeah, but go out. What do you mean? Even go out? Go to like a club queue and like dance. Dance. Or what I about, don't dance. What's about something? What about would be something that would be like? What about like what's something that's not going to a club that people do that's like a social thing? What if you joined a tennis club? First of all, I hate sports. Uh I did a gay volleyball team in mm. Chicago, and we lost every game. Oh, right. What was it called? Priscilla's Underwear or something? Ur Ursula's Bitches. Ursula's Bitches. Priscilla's <laughs> Underwear sounds pretty good, though. <laughs> what was it? How does Patty meet people? I mean, Patty, Patty meets... Patty is a catch. He meets lots of guys, and sometimes he gets serious, and sometimes right. you know, I think on the apps or Patty's out. Like Patty right. goes out, and he's always Patty's world is also like when he's working with Monet. Yes, he, like he's with other gay people. Yes, all yes, the time. that's big. That is big. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't even know. I found I know. friends that I love, but none of them go out. Right. Bob, Monet, Patty, Nick, Free. Jacob, actually, Jacob and I went out in uh, in San Francisco once and had a blast. And we we live in different cities now, but we say next time we're together, let's fucking go out. Well, San Francisco is a fun place to go out too because mm. it's like, I mean, also here's another thing. I don't know if you have this. Like, I love going out to eat, and I was going out to eat. Like, that's like a big one, but you don't necessarily meeting people while you're going out to eat. Mm -mm. And also, so like that's it's not like you go out to eat by yourself or with someone or with a friend. So it's not like social. You know I what went I mean? On a date with a guy, but he's married. Fuck openly married i mean openly open I, don't, relationship? I don't know if they're open but we've been talking for a while and i knew that he was married but he invited me to dinner and it was really really nice and he, we really get along right and he's very attractive and we have good conversations with each other and then we just like kissed at the end and 
But but it's like it might be I, open. I, I know a couple that's been together thirty years. And th- one of them this is on. this is not what I want to invest yeah. in because it's like I. This is exactly what my therapist is talking about. Is I'm going for unavailable men. Right, right, yeah. I always wondered. I so I asked this relative of mine who's been with their partner for thirty years, and I was like, "How do you guys stay open?" He was like, "Every now and then I go on dates with other people," and I was he was like, "Don't ask, don't tell," and I was like, "Interesting." Mm, I but get that. I, I get. get it. I get it. I get it. But also, it's like, does the person if I was on the date with someone and they were like, "Oh, I'm married," I'd be like, "Oh, like what? What? Like what?" what or I don't know. Maybe it'd be maybe it would be okay. I don't know. I have no idea. Because like someone, there's lots of different ways to do relationships. And there I do. Are, and I, I think, think New York is harder. I really do. I really do. I think Bo- like when I was in Boston, meeting people was much easier. I picked the worst city in career to be in a relationship in. I think L.A. is worse. No, actually, no, LA is easier. LA is easier. You're right because L.A. you do less. So it's like there's mm-hmm. less. That's true, and you can go hiking. It's less crazy. It's in less LA. crazy. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah, maybe. Would you ever move to LA? Never. Fuck. I'd rather be six feet in the grave. Really? Than move to Los Angeles. See, it's so fucking cold in New York right now that I would like to live. I I fantasize about living in LA. I'm just used to. I'm from Chicago. True. I'm from Maine. I just fucking. I sent Lisa. Tra- I'm used to living in a city in the in the winter. I sent Lisa Traeger a message because she had like posted about doing a podcast. I was like, "That's." I was like, "You're doing that's what a dream. You're doing po- like podcasting in LA." And she was like, "Are you making fun of me?" And I was like, "No." I was like, "It's warm and you're podcasting." I was like, "That's fun." And she was like, "Okay." And I was like, "I would. What an asshole would I be if I was like?" I messaged sending her a message. I messaged that- Sean Donnelly. He just did the Tonight Show and it was great. Yes. And then he was putting clips up online, and I saw that he was. There was the actual, like, someone made the clips, like, it wasn't Instagram. Yeah. And I messaged him, like, oh, do you know you can do this on Instagram? It's really easy if you want me to show you. And then I realized, I he, of course, was laughing at me. But I was like, oh, that sounded so, like, like I, this, this looks great. Right, I was like, right, right. But I'm such a comedian. I'm like, oh, you're, I know a way to do this easier. Yes. And he was like, I got, I have it figured right, out. And I'm right. like, oh, I'm sorry, Sean. I. But not everybody knows about that Instagram way. And it is easier and it does look good. Well, now my audio is not syncing up. Motherfucker. So kilo sa. Well, I broke my I broke my computer. I had an iMac and I I had it set up and I was doing an audition and I had it set up on a table and then I had a webcam attached to it and the iMac the computer was like over on the side and the audition was for this scripted show that Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing another scripted show. Should you be saying this? Yeah, they would have told me if I got it. Call me. But they, but so part of it, I had to like move around because I was supposed to be in a pipe system somewhere, mm. and like screaming about trying to be in the CAA. So uh, I'm like moving around in the audition, and I like knock the computer; it goes flying. I heard that my acting coach go, "Oh no!" <laughs> And it broke the screen and broke everything. And I had so many videos that I had edited on that thing. It's still on there. You just have it's to get still it on fixed. there. I know, but I was so like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That I haven't one. I haven't even brought it to get it fixed. Two. I haven't edited videos since then because I had like taken. I did like fifteen on there, and I was like, "Yeah, you gotta, you gotta get that fixed." I gotta get it fixed. As yeah, possible. I know. And there's plenty of places that you can do it. I just gotta get the fucking the hard drive. It's an old computer. I need to get do the me stuff a favor off it. and actually go to Apple. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Don't fall totally. into this. Oh, what is this store? Oh, they right. will fix They'll fix it and they'll Go give you back Apple. a turnip when you give them their, com- their computer. <laughs> a cabbage like, patch kid will yeah. come into your hand. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, oh, thanks. And you're like, God. It's not what I, I want. I didn't mean to bring it down this up. Well, not at all. Episode, I mean, last episode I went off on the Olive Garden, which I... I love talking about dating. Yeah. I think dating is just well, like there's really... no solution, I guess. No one can give me an answer. Yeah. And I can't give myself an answer. And so it's like this constant purgatory of like, I guess I'll just wait. When I wonder 
if there's something to like find, like going places that you don't normally go to see if I mean, I honestly think online works. I think it just takes a lot of time. Like this friend of mine, Margot, said she like would go on. She's like, it took like a year where I was like consistently like going out on dates. So I think it just take. And she's like, and a lot of them but suck. That's and then she met a great boyfriend too. It is. She said she treated it like a part time job. Ah. Uh. But I'm working enough. Right, right. Or what if there was like something where it's like you could like combine work with trying to meet someone? Could that would that ever work? How? Like, I, I always think it's tricky when people are like videotaping dates because like it's like then who you're going to get. You're not going to get want, that. That might not attract the right type right, of person. Right. How about if you know someone that you think would be a good uh, fit for Mateo? Like, just send us an email. <laughs> I'm going to get so many emails of people I love being it. like me. I love it if it was a dentist, a dentist that I could get some consultation with. Why? This is for you. This is like when I started getting on TV. My cousins went. Um, now get famous enough so we can meet the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, really? That's who they would want to meet of all the people? Oh, my God. My Aunt Cindy has the funniest story what about them taking say? off work to meet the Kardashians. What would they say to the Kardashians? Just, I don't know. Like, I'm a big fan? Probably. Yeah. My Aunt Cindy and my cousin Kelly, the Kardashians were coming to Schaumburg in Chicago um, at a mall, Woodfield Mall, to, like, I don't know, for some for some clothing line or something. So my Aunt Cindy took off work, and my wow. cousin Kelly did. And there were tons of people. My Aunt Cindy gets there. My cousin Kelly gets a speeding ticket oh, no. on her way there. Then they're waiting in line. And this is like one of these moments where it's like, my <laughs> Italians just work a different way. So like, they get their way to the front. And first, there's this woman standing in front of my Aunt Cindy. And she wouldn't. She, like, got in front of her, and she wouldn't move. She wouldn't move. My Aunt Cindy's like, we can't see it. She's like, well, we got here first. And when she didn't look, my Aunt Cindy took the velvet, like, the rope, the you know, like, those, like, yep. yeah, and put it through her purse and locked it and walked <laughs> away. And then my Aunt Cindy was like, the Kardashians were coming down the escalator. And my this lady who worked at Sears gets in front of my Aunt Cindy to start taking pictures. And she was like, my Aunt Cindy's like, move, get out of the way. We've been waiting all day. Move. They've been waiting hours. And she goes, I work here. My Aunt Cindy goes, yeah, and tomorrow you're just another employee at Sears. Ooh. And, and then get so funny, him, Cindy. Like, all this fighting, all this pushing to the front, all this. <laughs> she got full into it. They come down the escalator and immediately walk out. And my Aunt Cindy got one blurry photo of the three of them just. Walk. I'm like, a, a police ticket, a fight, a purse fight, Jesus. all this, just to get a blurry photo of the Kardashians. Was she satisfied with it? <laughs> She's, and then Rob is walking b- behind them with the no fanfare. Section. Yeah. He's like, I'm just uh, looking for socks, guys. And they're like, Rob, no love, one gives a fuck. I just love that comeback of this lady standing in front of my Yeah, Aunt that's Cindy, a good which, one. to be fair, the, the lady was like, they've been waiting for like four hours. Right. And she stands right in front of her. Right. But maybe lady. this woman got this job, so someday when Kim Kardashian came to see her, she could. We don't know. She sacrificed a lot for that photo. But isn't that so telling of like where you come from? Absolutely. I'm an employee here, and right. tomorrow you're just <laughs> another employee at Sears. Like Jesus, <laughs> that is such a great comeback. Good for her. Someday maybe you will be able to get Aunt Cindy to meet the Kardashians. Maybe I'm. I'm getting. I'm. You know. You did the Drew Barrymore show. What was that like? Oh, that's right. It's gonna coming out on uh, probably when this airs. It's already been out on Valentine's Day. Nice. What did you guys talk about? It was good. It was. We just talked about Valentine's Day stuff. I was in a round panel, and I'm not into Valentine's Day. Are you? Well, obviously not. Did you just oh, hear sorry. the conversation I, well, I, I just had? But, but, I mean, clearly but, but, like, I'm not. Like when you're in a relationship, like were you? Do you? I've I'm never a- celebrated Valentine's Day in a relationship. Really? No. Wait. 
I feel like, oh God, I've had some bad Valentine's Days. I've had some bad ones, Mateo. I've had some bad ones. I just got flashbacks. Because normally my relationship pattern is I'm we, where things are winding down by Valentine's Day. I remember having Valentine's Day a couple years ago. I have a knot in my stomach. And I like forgot it was Valentine's Day. And then she was like, did you remember it was Valentine's Day? And I was like, oh yeah. And then I like... We went out to eat in the West Village and I like didn't get her flowers or a card. And then like while I was walking over there, I realized I hadn't got – so I lied and said I lost the car. I was like, where's that card? Ah, shit. And then we like got in a fight at the restaurant. It was a fucking dumpster fire. The be- Usually I'm away. F- I'm like on the road on Valentine's Day. This but this one will be good. This one topic on the Drew Barrymore show, which we actually didn't end up using, but I guess this lady was like um, Valentine's Day uh, gifts that – uh, you shouldn't be giving anymore. Fuck. And it was like cards, flowers, What's wrong with cards? What's wrong with flowers, you dumb like, bitch? What if you don't get anything? What happened to the yeah. thought counts? Right. What the fuck's this? Like, right. fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. What did she say you should be giving? The book she wrote or something? <laughs> Sounds like a setup. She's like, you should be giving these socks that I made. And you're like, mm. Like, what does she think you should give? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge Valentine's Day person because it feels like a lot of like, like, pressure and then i hate making reservations you know what it is i think i need someone well, as we're talking about valentine's day and going out and dinner and all that stuff i think i would like someone to make me feel taken care of that's nice that, and I, you i've know never what? had that really yes and you know what as you if you phrase it like that i would like to offer that so i would like to be like like i've been like researching like restaurants which isn't something i love to do it's like find something like nice and yeah you need you want something that should like take you to dinner like that'd be really nice That'll happen. Eh. It'll happen. Eh. It'll happen. I didn't even, I kind of forgot it was Valentine's Day, but that's why we're actually going to. When does it come? What's today's date? February 14th. What's today? The 14th, probably. No. It's the the 10th, I believe. Why doesn't my phone say the days anymore? That stinks. Yeah, I think it. Well, this was a sad episode. Well, we did. (laughs) Actually, it was constructive. Yeah. It's good to discuss and be vulnerable with your feelings. Yeah, absolutely. And send us a message if you know someone that would be good with Mateo. Please. Please. Well, Seriously, please. Thank you, guys. Let's plug our shows. Yes. Um, it's always... Uh, so it, oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, you want to go first? Sure. I have no idea if it's sold out, but we added an extra show in Portland, February 27th. We've added an extra show in Laugh Boston in Boston on March 4th and 5th. And in the Soho Theater in London, March 11th to the 19th, we added two more shows. And Park West Chicago, we added a second show. If you can come out, come on down. I will be in Rochester, New York, March uh, 3rd through 5th, and then I will be in Omaha, Nebraska, March 11th through 12th at the Funny Bone, and then in Albany, New York, March 25th through 26th, and then I will be in Michigan the end of March, beginning of April. All the tickets will be on my website. Also be at the Moon Tower Comedy Festival, April 20th through 23rd in Austin, Texas. That's going to be fun. It's a good lineup. Yeah, I, I had was there a couple years ago, um, so that'll be nice. Uh, yeah, can't wait to meet you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, y'all. A podcast. <clears throat> a podcast network.